Bokertov, today's staff is Daf Chof Ches, number 28 in Gittin. As we learned for a four shlema for Elizabeth ben Ruma and Yosef Israel ben Chaim Michal. From the Mishnah. Amevi get, Yenich Zakamel, is a shliach to bring a get. And when he left the husband, the husband gave him a get to give to his wife. She's in Yerushalayim, he's in New York. So <clears throat> when he left him, though, the man was an elderly man. Now, <clears throat> when he was, when, if he was an old man, Maybe he died in the year. It's not like today where we have travel. You're here in 10 hours. Those days, it would take months. Maybe by the time he got there, the man had died. And we have a call, Ein Get La Chamisa. Now, there's a big difference. If he's dead, there could be a question of Yibam. His wife, is no, if he had no children, there's a big issue, a big difference if he's a piece of work. Also, if, she, if he died before, there's no get, and uh, she can marry a coin now, the wife, right? So it's a big issue. So what do you do? I maybe get the Nichazakid, Ocholo, the man was sick. No snow the Cheskashukaim. The assumption is Rashi brings down the Gemara and Hulan that there's a Chazaka that he's alive. We have a presumption that things are, are the way you left them. If something was a certain thing until now, a Chazaka woman was a Pnuya, that she wasn't married, a Chazaka, this Chazaka, there's a Chazaka, there's a presumption that things stay the way they are until you know otherwise. Unless, of course, there's reason to believe that things have changed. But otherwise, you assume, okay, he was an old man. A lot of people live a long time. Uh, or if he was sick, most people who are sick recover. So you leave that. And therefore, uh, and therefore, you can assume he's alive and give the get. And give the get. And, um, and then she would be divorced and she can get remarried. Uh, uh, meaning, where would be a simple nafkamina? Nafkamina would be that um, if, let's say, there were no children involved, the man had no children, goes by the man, uh, the husband had no children, but he had a brother, and there could be a question of Yivam. You don't have to worry about Yivam. She can get married to somebody else. The assumption that the get is valid, that the husband is still alive. So, okay, so the worst that can happen is that she married somebody, even though she should have had Chalitza first. But the, it's okay, but that's, we don't know like her Bekiva, that Chalitza does not pr- produce, if, you marry, if a, a woman who's Yivama marries somebody with Shuk, First of all, the Kedushan's chal, because it's only a lav. In other words, it's not like she was married and lived with somebody else. She wasn't married. She was supposed to get Yimur Chalitza, but if she married somebody else without Yimur Chalitza, well, it was it was done, number one, it was done unintentionally. She assumed that she was divorced. And number two, the Kedushan's chal anyway. Kedushan's chal anyway, so she'd be married to, to him. In other words, she did what she did, but uh, based on that assumption, so the Kuns, Kuns we don't say anyway, unless you go according to the key, right? So maybe get rid of so that's the first one you assume that he's still alive. Let's say another case where Basisrael is a Jewish girl, not she's not a uh coin, she's married to a coin, he went overseas. Similarly, and this could be again, even if the man was uh, sick or whatever, but here's this different case where Rov Cholim lived and uh and here um the husband was a coin, went overseas, and if he died, she wouldn't be entitled to Yishuma anymore, right? So the question, right, she's a Basis Shrel. She wouldn't be entitled to Yishuma. So the question is, is he died? No, she could assume he's alive. You don't assume that he died. Um, that's that's another case, because you go with the assumption that he's alive. Therefore, she can eat, continue eating Truma at home. Similarly, let's say a man was overseas. We'll see if it's a man or a woman, but uh, somebody sent their chat, somebody sinned, they were overseas. <coughs> they weren't in Israel. They still have to bring a chatas. 
so they sent it from far away, right? Um, but the problem is if he died, you know, one of the rules of a chatos that you let die, remember you lock, him, you lock the animal up and you'd starve him to death, that's <coughs> one of the chatzmeis, is if the, if the Baal, the person who's supposed to bring the carbon, died. If he's died, you don't bring a carbon after death. Nobody, you don't bring a carbon something after they died. So let's say again, uh, the example is Medina Siam because it assumed that it, it took a long time to travel. You know, you sent your, your you sent the animal from there, or or you sent money from there, whatever it was. But it took a long time for the word to get here. Uh, by the time he sent the message or the shlichut, uh, he sent the uh, job to bring this chatos on his behalf. Was from a long time ago. Maybe he's dead now. Again, you assume that there's a presumption that he was alive then, you assume he's alive now too. So that's, in all these cases, we have this chazaka, you presume the man is alive. That's only a man who hasn't reached the age of 80. Now, don't smirk here, things are a little bit different today, right? But that's if he hasn't reached the 80. Or, or if a man hasn't reached the 80, or most sick people uh, recover. But once he's reached 80, or if a ghost or if he's literally on his deathbed, then we don't say that. And you have to be concerned that maybe he died, and therefore you you can't just give the get. If he gives, he can give the get, but you can't assume that the get's chal. It's possible that she still has to be that she would fall yibum. And the same thing with the kohen, etc. For the wife eating truma. He said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Just because he reached 80, it's a problem? This is a price that we says, a man brought a get, and he left the husband. When he left the husband, the man was old. I feel the man, even if he's the man was 100 years old, you can continue to give it. Even if the man was 100 years old, you can give it a get. You assume the presumption is there. Even if he was way beyond 80, he was 100. On what Rava said. And according to this, Rubber's wrong. Rubber says, uh, once you reach 80, you have to be concerned. Doesn't mean to say that uh, low, meaning low. We don't assume that he's alive. You have to be concerned that possibly he died. But here you say, Abaya brings out a bias, which says, even if man's 100 years old, you don't assume that if you left him, he's alive, you assume he's alive. It's different, possibly, if man was a ghost ace, but it's just if a man was healthy, even if he's 100 years old, you can assume he's alive. Or you could say, Another answer is this. Once you saw that he was exceptional, once he reached the age of 90, then you assume that in other words, in the 80s, maybe you got to be concerned. But once he reached 90, in other words, it shows that he's an exceptional person. And then he goes on, then you don't have to be concerned about it anymore. Rashi says that um, uh, it's most people, you know, don't make it up to 90. This guy, so far, he's already up to 100. You can assume if like the Ainu Kasharon, it's not like other people, Yos Karvalamus, Abu Ben Shmona Baachas, O Yoser Ad Tishim, 81 to 90, Karvalamus, so that's Karvalamus. Again, that was in those days. We're talking, you know, 2,000 years ago almost. You know, things are different today. And therefore, therefore, if a man was in good health, or like the Bryce says, even if the man was 100, right? Not just if he, if he once he's past 90, you, you assume he's an exceptional person. Uh, that's the second answer to the Gemara. So the first answer is Tiyufta, Sakasha, and Rubber, because Many people live even past 100. A man was 110 and he was healthy and he sent a get to his wife. Uh, you can assume that he's still alive, unless you know otherwise. So all these, in all these cases, there's a presumption. Again, today with communications, there's less spekot. 
today everybody can be found. Like we said that uh, uh, today it's it's um, not, you know, first of all, the guna today is not the guna. When we talk about the guna today, the guna of those days was, you know, the man went on a business trip and he went to Ukraine or someplace or from Ukraine to another and he never showed up. Nobody knows what happened to him. That's an iguna. Today, it's usually what they call a sirug get. They, they don't really get because uh, that you can't find somebody is almost impossible. Today, almost anybody can be found. It's very hard to, to hide today. They have all kinds of, you know, with cell phones and, and, and communications and all kinds of stuff today. The technology exists today. It's very, very difficult to get lost, you know. Uh, you know so therefore, that's how things are now. So but the Gemara is saying, basically, you can assume that he's left unless the guy was on his deathbed for a minute. What about this case? You say you assume he's alive. A man says to his wife, here's your get. I don't want you to have to fall. You but I got a brother, you know, my brother, in case there's no children. So I'm going to give you a get, and I want the get to be one hour before I die. Maybe the guy's only 40 years old now, but he gives her a get. He says, listen, I have a very simple solution. You don't want to fall. Yibam, if there's no children. I'll give you a get now. It might be in 50 years, in 60 years, whatever. It's a, it's it's a, it should be how one hour before I die. When I get the shachas called a misaso, which is a misasi, but that's how it's brought down. I saw a lechel b'tshuva yet. She can't eat tshuva right away. If she's a aces kohen, can't eat tshuva right away now. If if he's a kohen, because maybe he's going to die in an hour. So what do you see? You are concerned. You don't go with the. You don't you don't assume that it's a chazaka. So Amrle. So his answer was his answer was presumably. I mean, who's he's he's. Uh, He's answering maybe uh, Rava. Rava says, um, uh, "Lo, but and, and we said uh, maybe Kash is on a bias because the bias says you know man lives a long time." This case was speaking about a uh, coin. Coin told his wife, "Here's your get. It should be how one hour before I die." So we say, "Okay, she can't eat Truma anymore." Uh, so uh, yeah, there's a there's no presumption he's going to die in an hour. Why do you say he's that? So she doesn't eat truma, big deal. Coin can eat chulin also. Coin is an advantage, you could also eat truma. So don't eat truma, eat something else. Truma getting getting is different. You want to say that the get should be chal? <laughs> why should you why do you say that the that you assume the guy's dead that you don't say? You want to say that the get should be chal and it's question of Ashes ish, etc. Get low F Shalemisa. Then the if in other words, he says, if you're always worried that uh, a man if, when it comes to uh, a get given from overseas. So we say you can assume the guy's alive. What are you going to say? Just because by truma we say that if uh, he gives her a get and says, I want it to be chawana before I die, she shouldn't eat truma from right now. So don't eat truma, big deal. But if you say that when a man sends a get from overseas or his wife, he's far away from his wife and uh, he said, well, maybe he died, then a man can never give divorce his wife and uh, he'll, she'll always be in Iguna. He's overseas, he's stuck overseas, he doesn't want to be in Iguna, he wants to give her a get. But if you say you always have to be concerned that maybe uh, maybe he died, so maybe it's to get lachamisa, may, or maybe he died, and we don't know. And if and she'll be in a goon in the sense that she has to go to Yibam, because maybe she maybe he died and she falls Yibam, and the get won't won't work. So don't ask a kasha from Truma and Gittin. Uh, truma Efsher, she can eat she can eat something else. Get low Efsher. Okay, so ask a kasha from Truma and Truma. You ask Truma. Tanan Basron still the coin balach bal menachem our Mishnah right. Ambassador Shrola was married to a coin. Her husband went overseas. Ochelos betrumah. No, no get over here. She can eat a trumah. The question is, does her husband die? No, we don't assume he's died. Becheska shukayim. We assume a man's alive. He left here. He's probably alive. For a minute. What about this guy? The same kasha we asked from. It's from our Mishnah. We're asking on this price. The price is asking on a Mishnah. This price, the same price. 
man says, here's your get. Uh, Cohen says to his wife, here's your get one hour before I die. Uh, before I die. Asur lechol, bitrumah, she can't eat truma right away. Well, the Mishnah says she could eat truma. The man goes overseas. She could eat truma, right? She doesn't assume somebody's dead. And here, you assume he's dead. Amravada Barat, you understand? Our Mishnah said that if a man's a Kohen, goes overseas, his wife can eat truma. Yet you say, if he gave her a get and said it should be how one hour before I die, she must stop eating truma right away. Why? Why do you assume in the first case in our Mishnah that he's not going to die? And here, you assume he's going to die. So this is a difficult uh, question. The Gemara gives several answers. Okay, not a real strong answer. Rashi calls that a shinuya dechika. It's a forced answer. He says it's different because there you don't assume if a guy just goes overseas, you assume he's alive and she can eat truma. But over here he says it should be how one hour before I die, or we don't know when he's going to die. But still. He's not going to die either way. What's, why, is that, why is that an answer? Maslow Rapapa, me mighty, you are a better cash. Maslow Rapapa, me mighty, you my inspiration. Don't mean my inspiration. Why do you assume just because he said one hour before I die? And therefore, well, he's eventually going to die. So what? Maybe she'll die first. We don't know that the get's ever going to be chal. Elam Rabbi Lokasha, Rameir Lokasha. So this is really a difficult answer because our mission says that a coin can go overseas and his wife can continue in Truman. There's no concern that maybe he died. Yet, if he said to her, that Bryce said, if he said to her, I'm giving you a get, should be chal one hour before I die. So maybe it's chal right, and maybe he's going to die in an hour, and the get's chal right now, and she can't eat truma. And she, that's what he says, chal truma. How do you resolve those two? So, so, um, uh, so Rabbi gives a strong grant. It's very simple. It's a machlokas. You're right. Our mission goes like a mayor who says, you're not worried about me. So he's not worried that somebody's going to die. That's our mission. Rabbiuda is concerned about Misa. Where do we see that? The Tzman, the famous case of taking Tumas and Maestras on uh, it, it, today, we, in other places after the Xavier, we say that's on Shabbos. When Shabbos, you're not allowed to take Tumas and Maestras on Shabbos. It's a tikkun of the, of the wine, let's say. In those days, it was Lokechaim and Kutim. You bought wine from Kutim, who were Nechshot on Maestras. So, what do you do? You bought from Kutim, what do you do? So, uh, you want to drink it now. Omer, Shnei Lugan Shani Yosef Lahafrish, right? You bought it from the Kutin, let's say it's right before Shabbos, and um, you want to drink it now. So you say, two Logan, two out of the hundred, let's say two out of a hundred, I'm, I'm going to be Mahafrish on Sunday morning, Havrein Truma, Asora Meiser, Tennis Meiser, Meiser Rishon, Tisha Meiser Shani, you give nine for Meiser Shani, because what remains is 90, right? 90 of the remaining, besides the Truma, 90 is remaining, Tisha Meiser Shani, Umechel and your machalit on money, because Maisa Shani, if you don't take it to Yushalayim, take the money to Yushalayim. But Shalasumiyan, you can drink it right away, give Rameir. In other words, Rameir is not concerned that maybe the barrel will break you know, between now and Sunday morning. So he's not worried that maybe the guy will die, just like he's not, he's not worried that the coin's going to die when he went overseas. He's not worried that the barrel's going to break. Rabbi Yosem, Shimon, Oshim, they forbid you to do it. Why? Because they're afraid, not that, again, this is a question of Brera. We're assuming now everybody holds a Brera, but man for sure also. Remember elsewhere we had many times the Gemara proofs where he wants to premiere that these rabbis don't hold the Brera. You can't say that the wine that I'm going to take out for Trumas or Mises on Sunday morning is the wine that I think that's all, all the liquid is mixed up. So I can't just assign it and say that I'm, I'm taking the two Logan is going to be Truma, uh, 10 is going to be my Sarisha, 9 is going to be my Sashani. You can't do that because you don't know which ones it's going to be. You don't hold the Brera. These rabbis all hold the Brera, but Rabbi Yosef Shimon, for you to do it because maybe the barrel will break, 
Okay, so Rabbi Yudah says, maybe the barrel will break, maybe the guy will die. So now we're saying, according to Abaye, our Mishnah goes, like Rameyer is not worried about Misa. Coin goes overseas, his wife could eat truma. The one, one who says, if his wife, if he gives his wife a get saying, it should be called one hour before I die because he doesn't want it to be, he doesn't want it to be, um, he doesn't want it to fall Yibam. Uh, she can't eat truma immediately. That's her beauty of Yasser Shimon, who are worried about possibly, uh, they are concerned about death. Rav Amar, Rav gives a different answer. Rav says, You're right. The chazaka that says there's a presumption if a man's alive now that he's alive tomorrow, that's a presumption when you look at it right now. Right now, is he alive or is he dead? We're not worried that he's dead. We're not worried that. But Shemayamus, here's the concern. If he says, I'm, gonna, I'm giving you a get, one and it should be one hour before I die in the future, then you are worried that maybe he's dead. Now, this is a very fine difference because it's almost, you know, what's the difference? Is he dead now or is he not dead now? We don't assume. You're not worried that maybe he died. But everybody's going to die in the future. Says Unless he died. So if a guy just went overseas, we don't assume that he's dead. But the case of the Brisa, where he gives her again, it should be it should take effect one hour before he dies. Comes also the Shem Yamus Miyad Bade Cheshinan the Lomar LeChazaka Bahachi. Here's what he says: the Chazaka says he's alive right now, but maybe he's going to die in five minutes or in one hour. That that you are worried. Maybe he will die in the next minute. That doesn't take away from the Chazaka. The Chazaka says he's alive right now. Is he alive right now? Yes. But he may not be alive in a minute. That doesn't that doesn't go against the Chazaka. It's a fine difference that the Gemara makes. Amrle, this is Rabba's answer. Amrle, Rabba, Rabba, the Rabba, you assume that everybody holds Shemimei Slo Chashinan, Shemiyamos Chashinan, but no, in the case of here with the barrel of wine, when you want to take the Trumas or Mises and eat it Friday and eat the wine, drink the wine Friday night, and you can't take Trumas or Mises now, so you're doing it for Sunday morning, but no, because Shemiyamosu. Notice, like maybe it's going to maybe the barrel will break. Oplegan still is a machlokus for Buter and and Rameir. You want to say every you want to say it's not a machlokus. Everybody holds Shem and Mace lo chashinan like our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is not just for Mayor. Mishnah goes like everybody. Shem yamus chashinan, but but there's a machlokus there too. Rameir holds even in the case of the barrel. You're not worried that maybe the barrel is going to break. That what's going to happen in the future. Oplegan still is a machlokus there, so you can't say. That everybody holds Shem Yomus, we are worried about Shem Meslachashin. Shem Meslachashin, yeah, that you could say. But Shem Yomus, like the case, is that he's going to die, is like the case will the barrel break, and there's a machlokus there. I mean, the shiny node, the muscle is It's different. A man may die at any time, uh, even though if he, even if he's chaperoned, he may die. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. But the barrel, very simple, put a guard there, make sure that the barrel doesn't break. Maskar Mashasha, Arbach, Arbach, so the, the guard also needs a guard. The, the guard will be uh, will be uh, uh, lackadaisical, and uh, you know, and, and he will also, uh, or he'll fall on the job, or go to sleep, or go to the bathroom, or something like that. Uh, so maybe he will also, um, you know, be uh, ineffective in preventing the barrel from breaking. You're right. Everybody holds up. Everybody holds up. Shemes that we don't say. Shemimais, like our mission. Shemimais, maybe it will, it will die in the future. That already could be a machlokus. So the case of Shemimais, that in our mission, uh, the Brisa that said that if a man gives his wife again and says, uh, should be called one hour before he dies, she can't eat truma right away, goes according to those who hold that Shemimais, uh, we do say. And Shemimais, uh, we do say. And uh, that would be Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Shimon, just like they say, maybe the barrel will break. 
maybe the man will die. But um, uh, but uh, Rameir doesn't hold of Shem Ames or Shem Yamas. Either one, he doesn't so the, hold. It won't the, go like Rameir. Yeah. The, the difference is that the Baal says... According to Rubber. What? That the talks about his death. Is that the distinction? No, the, the, the distinction is according to Rava. Let me say something. According to Abaye, I mean, the first answer of Yitzhak, it doesn't really hold water. We don't know who's going to die. So Abaye gave an answer. No, they're both the same. One is, one is Rameir. Rameir's not worried about death at all. The, rabbi, the other rabbis are worried about death. That's a very simple answer. Rabbi says, no, everybody can hold to the same thing. Right. That There's a chazaka that the guy's alive. We assume he's alive right now. But if you're talking about the future, the chazaka doesn't help you for the future. The chazaka only helps right now. Don't forget, the halacha of a chazaka is not just something we made up. It's something that the Gemara Kulun learns out from Sukkim. It's, it's a derisa, that there's a presumption, like there's a presumption of innocence. There's a presumption that, that you know that it's whatever was till now. We don't know otherwise. We assume the same thing. But what Rav is saying is, but about the future, we're not saying that. Yeah. What enacts that distinction? The difference is the future or now. Are you looking at the present? The present we have to assume. The present we have to assume is just like the past. No, no. In a minute. A minute from now. Or an hour from now. What enacts that? Okay. No, no. So he's saying, because the chazaka doesn't help you for the future. We're, look. We're everybody who came to shul yesterday is alive, right? We assume they're all alive now. I didn't come yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ones who came to shul yesterday, we can assume that they're alive today. Can you assume that nobody's going to die in the future? You can't assume that. No, of so, not. of course not. So, just like you can't assume that they're going to die sometime, anytime in the future, you can't assume five minutes from now that they'll be alive. That's what that's somebody's right. making. Same, same sort of coin. Yeah, so both cases yeah, are coin. Right. His so the wife, question is, his wife can eat Truma, Truma, why? At any time, because at any time, we have to, the Chazaka says he's still alive. Everybody right, but the Chazaka says right now that he's alive. Whenever she wants to eat, okay. the alive. But if he says, but if he says uh, that it should be how, uh, the guest should be how, uh, an hour before I die, talking about the future, that's my future, the concern that's is, the concern, that's what he's, when you talk about the future, you have to be concerned. He is talking about his future. future. Right, that's right. So that's, that's the difference. That's what an exit, correct. Now the Gemara that's the third case in the Mishnah. The first case was that you left the man old or dying or whatever, old or sick. We say, that's fine. You assume he's still alive. Uh, a coin goes overseas, you assume he's still alive. And 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 um, uh, according to Abaye, that wouldn't that wouldn't go according to the rabbis. Uh, like Rabbi Yosef Shimon, they are concerned about that only point to mayor, but according to Rabbi, the mission goal point to everybody. Then the mission says, if you bring a carbon from overseas, meaning the guy's not here and he sends his carbon, uh, you can assume that he's alive. Okay, says Gemara, Babina Smicha. How can you send it? For, how can you mail it in, so to speak? How can you mail in your carbon? A carbon, you have to put your hands on the, the Baalim has to put his hands on the on the animal, right? Yes, Pardon? No, Kanshlich can't do that. It's learned out of Sukkim that only he could do it himself. Right? Uh, it's got to be you. You can't do it. So, how does that work? How could he send in a carbon anyway? How could you mail in? Women don't bring a carbon. Women bring a carbon, but they don't. The woman who sinned the show, okay? She sent her chatas in. 
Pasukas Davar Ben Yisrael B'Samach Ben Yisrael Samachim Ben Beres Yisrael Samach. Girls don't have to. Women don't have to be smicha. So one answer is that we're talking about a regular animal, a shogay, but it was a woman, so there's no smicha. She can nail it in. But Papa Bchatas Oaf. We're speaking about a chatas oaf. Chatas oaf doesn't. A bird doesn't have smicha. Only an animal. Okay. Two answers. The chatas oaf could be even be a man. Now, why do we need all three cases? Said in the Mishnah, you can assume somebody, if the situation was that they were alive, you can assume they're alive now. Why do we have to talk about, in one case, sending a get from an old man or a sick person? Another case with a coin going overseas and his wife could eat truma, he's, we assume he's alive. Third case, a man sends his carbon, mails his carbon in, or a person sends his carbon in, you assume he's alive. Why do we need all three cases? Just say, you can always assume that a person's alive until you know otherwise. Why do we need all three cases? Because if I get, you know, what are you going to do if you say that the guy's not alive, that you always have to be certain that uh, the guy's dead. So uh, every man will, uh, you know, will, you can never mail in it. You can never divorce your wife from far away because, uh, you know, what, what, are, what are your choices? She'll always have to fall him, right? You'll always, you're not going to be able to give it again. It's impossible, right? Um, so it, it's impossible. So if I get maybe there, we assume that he's alive because otherwise a man can never divorce his wife from far away. And she'll always have this problem. He's overseas. He, he she's not as um, she has no husband now, and she might fall even as well. Avol truma the efsher emelo. But truma, I'll tell you very simple. Why do you say you assume the coins are uh, alive? Not in the case where the where he divorced her. A man, a coin went overseas on a business trip. You assume he's alive. You assume he's alive. She can eat truma. Why does she have to eat truma? So eat something else. Eat chulin. Right? She can eat regular food like the rest of us. So maybe there you don't want to say we're going to assume that he's alive. Don't assume that he's alive. Maybe he's dead. Even in a case where, where she has an option. And if you just tell me the case of Truma, well, possibly she's poverty stricken. She has no money. Truma is very cheap. Truma can only be by Kohanim. So there's a very small market. She can go to the granary and say, look, I'm a destitute wife of a coin, and get some truma. So maybe there you're, ma- you're making and say, you assume it's like, avachatas oaf, or the gear says, avalaof, or, or um, the oaf, he takes out the oaf, avachatas, listen, you're, you're mailing in a, a, an animal, maybe the guy who mailed it in is dead, and if it's a chatas, chatas from Esubale, you don't bring it as a carbon. If you don't bring it as a carbon, it's chul lazara, maybe you have to be concerned about we have mistake a lot of them because therefore he tells us no, it's not a stuff. You can bring it in. The truth is, if you're talking about a bird, chatasov is bought. There's no chatasov is bought all suffix anyway, and you're not worried about chul nazar there. Chul nazar is only by an animal. But let's say it's a woman who sent in the animal, right? So are you worried? Maybe she's dead, and maybe maybe she died, and you can't bring this carbon. It's chatas shemes and therefore it would be chul nazar. If it was already, you're not going to bring it. If it wasn't already sanctified, uh, then it's bringing the or, or the sanctification is, is meaningless because she's she was already dead. So you shouldn't bring a chul nazar. We're not worried about that. In all these cases, there's a presumption that the owner, the husband, uh, the, the coin, whatever, the, the woman who's sending in the carbon, that they're alive. Shloshit Varam Amar Rabbi Elizabeth Park. Elizabeth said three things to take from him. He declared three halachas before the Chachamim. The Kaimus Varam, and they confirmed his words. They agreed with him. What are they? Let's say a, lit, a city, Jewish city was laid siege by Goyim. You assume everybody, just because they laid siege, you don't assume that anybody, that they were killed, that the people in the city were killed. Or a, or a, a ship that's uh, foundering in the, in the ocean. You know, there's a big storm 
but the there's still a captain and the sailors are there, but uh, they've lost control of the boat, of the ship. Uh, it, it, it's, there's a big storm. You don't assume they all died yet. They're still intact. Sometimes the storm will die down, like in the case of Yonah. Baliotze leading or a guy going out to a, uh, a, a capital court case, and he's about to be judged. In all these cases, you have to assume that the people involved are still alive. Just because he's going to court doesn't mean that he's going to be found guilty. Let's say the Goyim conquered the city. That's different, right? Conquered the city. Maybe the people are dead. Maybe they're alive. We don't know. You have to go. It's a, you have to be, it's a suffolk. You have to go to home in each case. Or the boat, the boat, uh, didn't, it sank, let's say. It sank or it fell apart. You know, it got destroyed, capsized in the ocean. Or Hayotzi Lahara. He was already judged. A man was judged for death, was, was sentenced to death. Right? Now, we don't know for sure that they're dead. We don't know, right? We don't know for sure that, but you have to go to Chumrah. And therefore, it's a subject. You go to Chumrah, you take the Chumrah Chaim Chames. What do we mean by that? Basis Royal coin. If the wife was a Basis Royal Merit coin, she can't eat Truma because maybe the guy's dead. Bas Cohen Israel. Let's say a Bas Cohen. What's the Allah of a Bas Cohen who has no children and her husband married to Israel? She goes back to her father's Truma. Can't eat Truma because maybe he's alive. So you go to Chumrah both ways. In both cases, that means you go to Chumrah both ways. Then there's a good, there's a 50-50 chance that he's dead. So you have to go 50-50 either way. You have to assume you have to go to Chumrah in both cases. Now what case? Now the Gemara is going to deal with the last case where where uh, uh, after he was sentenced to death, do you assume he's dead or not? Omar of Yosef. Now we understand the case where the boat capsized, where the city was conquered. It's 50-50. We don't know if he's alive or dead, but there's a good chance that he, just a good chance that he's dead as alive. And we have to go to Chumrah. But the case of a man who was sentenced to death, well, wouldn't you, can't you assume he's dead? Omar, why do you assume that maybe he's alive? A Jewish court could be that way. Because the Jewish court, even after he was sentenced, remember, there are cases where he was sentenced to death and he was being taken out to the gallows and they sent a fast horse. Somebody came in with a uh, excuse even after sentencing they found some reason to find him innocent, and they go back and pull him back. It happens in rare cases. So Yosef says, let's only once he sends Kivan to Gomelei, once they uh, sentenced him to death, they for sure killed him. So if it was a Goyish court and he was sentenced to death, you could assume he's dead. And therefore, if she's a Bas Cohen married to Israel, if it's a Jewish person, a Jewish person um, married to Israel, and she's a Bas Cohen, and there's no children, she has no children from him, she can eat Truman now. She can go back to her father's house because he was some of the guy and killed him. That's a good assumption. That's what Rabbi Yosef says initially. We're going to have two sheets of Rabbi Yosef. We're going to have a reverse opinion also. Why do you assume just because he was a Goyish court that he's for sure dead after sentencing? You know, they take bribes. Go ahead and take bribes. Jews don't. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and take bribes. Maybe they bribe them to get him off. Is like the sentencing, the document or the stamp of the, the Persian stamp that, you know, that they only take a bribe up until it was stamped, like the verdict was uh, was uh, confirmed. But after after the verdict was stamped and signed, they can't take it because once it's signed, like he can't go get it's a, it's a death, the death, he's a warrant, it's like a warrant for his death. They kill him. So uh, therefore, right? <laughs> right. Yesterday they were talking about uh, you know his Purim, the Chav the thing was in Chav 
season or whatever. A whole big uh, thing with the schoolers. All right. So anyway, so um, so he said, okay. Um, but the Gaisha courts, you know, if it was in the Gaisha courts and he was sentenced to death, you can assume he's dead. In other words, lechumer lekula, whatever it is, that you 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 can assume he's dead. No, you don't say you take the chumers of Chaim and chumer Mason. He's definitely dead. And then you just take the chumers of the Mason. That uh, if he was a basis, if it was a basil American, she can no longer eat chuma. But that Nisafik would have done that anyway. But the advantage is if she's a Bas uh coin married to Israel and there's no children, she can eat chuma now. Mace Okay, so that's what you say. But by Jewish courts, Jewish courts, you don't assume, even though even after the verdict, you, you don't know for unless you know he was dead. If he has evidence that he was killed, that's fine. But uh, but just because there's a verdict in the Jewish court, we don't assume that. Whenever two people get up, the case was where a man was sentenced to death and he escaped, right? Uh, and ran away. Now two people come along to him. We have testimony about this man, this escapee, so plony. In this particular Besdin, we saw him. We have testimony. We we testify. These two people testify. We saw him sentenced to death in that court in uh, Haifa. Uploni uploni Ada, and there were two Adam there who saw it. You know, the two Adam. These were the Adam who testified. We're testifying about the court case. There, there were two people. There were two good uh, witnesses who uh, testified about whatever he was guilty of that uh, caused him to die. In other words, we're telling you the whole story. We saw two Adam testify against him. We saw him sentenced to death. How raise Herod, you can kill him based on that testimony. So, so uh, why do you say that uh, uh, in a Jewish court, maybe uh, you know the sentencing doesn't prove that he's dead? Here you see that just if, uh, if, if two people say he can be killed based on that, so you assume now that he's dead. So no, in other words, that you can kill him based on that, and he's like a dead, if he ran away, that's different. Because if he ran away, if he fleed, if he escaped, that's evidence of his death. And there you wouldn't find a heter. In other words, he can be killed without any concern that maybe they're going to find a heter for him now. Because if he ran away, that's evidence of his of his guilt. After his after he ran, after he was sentenced already. So here, so in a case like that, yes, you can assume after and afterwards they will kill him. He's got to be killed. In other words, there's no chance for finding him innocent afterwards. Tashma, he heard from a Bezin of Israel. Listen to this case. I'm each point mace. And a Bezin of Israel, he heard there that this uh, Bez, the Bezin said, this person's dead. Each point, this person was killed. Yes, he was history. You can marry off his wife. And the Bezin itself, Shama be Bezin. The Bezin said, the Bezin like gave out, it's like stronger than witnesses. They confirmed this guy is dead or this guy was killed. You can marry off his wife. Mikum Teresin from the jailers. Of so of Goyim, so if you heard from Goyish jailers, the Ishpani Mace, Ishpani Nerig, I guess he was history. He can't marry off his wife based on what their testimony is. Now, my Mace and my Nerig, what do you mean by he was dead or he was killed? means literally we heard he's dead or he was killed. The Gavaska by Goyim, why by Goyim, if the Goyim said that he was killed, why can't you marry his wife? If a guy speaks without an ulterior motive, you know, they were in a bar and said, oh, uh, did you ever hear what happened to uh, Yankel? Oh, Yankel was killed. We saw him killed. You know, they weren't giving testimony. They just, they had no ulterior motive. They just, uh, they just spoke, so to speak, in simplicity. They were just talking. They weren't giving testimony. And then you believe them. So if a guy says, if the Jew, if these guys, jailers said this guy's dead, why uh, why wouldn't they be believed? Why do you say, if you heard from a best of Israel, the guy's dead, 
then you believe me. If from Goisha, then you don't believe me. They're not giving testimony. Why shouldn't they be believed? El Olav must mean Mace Yotzelimus. means he was being taken out to death. He was sentenced. Nerik Yotzelimus, he was taken out to be killed. So you see over here by Jewish court, you don't assume just because there was a sentence that he's definitely, uh, that, that, that you don't assume that, um, uh, uh, you don't assume that there's a possibility that he's alive. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You don't assume just because he was sentenced, he's dead. You, you see here, it, it, we said, Rabbi Yosef said, by Bezna of Yisrael, there's a 50-50 chance. Just because he was sentenced, we don't know for sure if he's alive or dead. Right here, you see that uh, if you heard from a Jewish court that he was going to be killed, that it was a sentence to be killed, uh, he's taken out to be killed. You assume that you can marry off his wife. Just the fact that there was a sentence, even though you don't know that he was killed. No, Lola may smamish nagnamish. No, 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 no. Doesn't mean that you heard there was sentence. You really heard that he was dead. You heard the peasant said he was dead or he was killed. So why wouldn't you believe Gaiusha Jelos that we come to Kavasagavim? Uh, Amilo, why don't you believe Glaim if they say the guy's dead? They're just talking in simplicity. There's no ulterior motive. You believe them when they're talking in simplicity without without an ulterior motive. That's something where they have no connection to it. They're not involved. In other words, they don't get anything by by bragging that he's that he's dead. They're just telling you a story. Yeah, yeah, that guy's dead. They will they will strengthen their line. In other words, over here they're like they're they're uh, they're uh, bragging. They're bragging. Why? Because they're saying effectively, uh, look, we killed this guy. We took him to court. We didn't just uh, lynch him in the street. Uh, he was killed in our courts. Uh, you know, we we, um, we 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 paskin for him. You know, we the truth is we're talking about either only sentenced to death, right? But the guy are not believed. Uh, when they say he was sentenced to death, right? You don't marry off his wife because they could just be bragging about their court system and they might have an ulterior motive over here. There are many cases when a man was thought that a woman was a guna and they found some drunk guy in the street and they said, well, you, did you see what happened over here? Yeah, yeah, that guy was killed. Then you might believe me. He's not giving testimony. He's just like talking. There you believe him. But over here, they might be bragging. These are jailers bragging about their court system. They killed him properly. They could be bragging, and therefore he's not necessarily dead. So, when the Jew, if a Jewish court says this guy's dead or he was killed, you believe him, right? But if a goyim, goyim said this guy was killed, don't necessarily believe him. Yeah, I might just be bragging. Okay. So, according to this, Rabbi Yosef still stands. Rabbi Yosef said what? When Amisha says that you give him the chumers of both, the 50-50, maybe he's dead, maybe he's alive. That's only on Jewish and Jewish courts. But Gaisha courts, once they uh, give a psak in, you can assume that he's dead. You can assume that he's dead. Okay? But the Jewish courts, even though it's a psak in, if we're not talking about where he said, Jewish courts said he's died. Jewish said he died, he's dead. Gaisha courts, even if they said he died, we don't believe them. Uh, speaking right there, believe them. We don't give them the testimony. But if a Jew, we could, we, if a Jewish, if there was a Jewish verdict, we don't know for sure that he's that he's dead. Maybe they found some schuss for him afterwards. If a, in a Goisha verdict, he was definitely killed. He can, I mean, now he's saying the last line of the page, that Rabbi Yosef says exactly the opposite. By Goisha courts, even though it was a verdict, you know, even after the verdict, they bribe him sometimes. Even after the verdict, you know, you, he was, the judges found him guilty. You bribe the uh, hangman over there and you got him out. But a Jewish court, once there's a verdict, cutly they kill him. Right? 
only a bot, right? If it's Jewish court, you definitely can. I, you say, wait a minute, there are cases where you take the horse and you run after the, uh, the guy's on his way out to the gallows. That's a rare case. In most cases, even after the verdict, somebody came with some report of innocence, they found some reason to find him innocent, uh, right? That's before the Gemardin. After the verdict, they don't find him innocent. And again, this is what Rashi says, it's not shchich, it could happen, but it's not very often that it's going to happen. And therefore, you can assume, says Rabbi Yosef, that if a Bezdin of Yisrael sentenced him to death, you can marry off his wife. There are rare cases, but we don't look at the rare cases. We go Basarov, and his wife doesn't have to be Niguni, he can marry off. Now the Gemara is getting the same cases, but reverse. Before, we, were, we said it as Akasha on Rabbi Yosef. Now the Gemara is going to try to prove that. We're saying now in a Jewish court, Jewish court, if there's a sentence, you assume he's dead. Mary off his life. Blame the Come on, Mashiach, the Shnaim. Two people get up beyond where the guy escaped. Remember the the um, the person uh, involved, the uh, murderer or whatever he was, right? The person who was being judged. Come on, Mashiach, the Shnaim. Beyond two people get up and say, and he escaped. Beyond we meet him on so we give testimony that this guy is Ishpanish Nigma did a Bezdin Shoponi and Haifa we saw it take place in Bezdin. That he was sentenced to death. And these were his witnesses who testified against him. be killed. Oh, so what do you see over here? That is, if, if there's testimony and 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 or you know that uh, based on testimony, you know that there was a he was sentenced to death. He's supposed to be killed, and therefore you, could, you would be able to marry up his wife. You kill him based on that. Mar says so. It's a proof to what Yosef says by a Jewish court. If there's a sentence, you follow through with the sentence. If you have the ability to, the guy didn't run away. That's different over there because he showed his guilt by running away. It was evidence of his guilt by trying to escape. But in a regular case, you can't prove it. So we'll prove it from the next case, which we also had before on the base. Toshma. If a Jewish court says, look, this guy's dead. This guy was killed. Then you see if she can marry his office wife. If you heard from the Gaisha jailers, each point, each point, you don't marry off his, his, his wife. You don't believe them. Now, my mace or my nerd, what do you mean? Elam and mace, mamish, veneric, mamish. Again, the same thing. If you mean that he literally was dead, the Kabaska of the Club, my LLC is just so, why if I'm going to say that, don't you believe, don't you believe them? Why can't you marry off his wife? The Goyim are believed when they speak with no ulterior motive and just speaking matter of factly. We're not talking about where they're giving testimony that he's dead. They were giving testimony that he was sentenced to death, right? But Tani Bezosha Yisrael, yes, Yisrael can marry off his wife. That's a proof for Rabbi Yosef is saying now that by a Jewish court, once they sentence him, you can assume his wife is that he's dead and his wife is allowed to marry. That's what we're speaking of over here. Where is such a verdict? And we're talking about where they're just talking about the verdict, right? There's a verdict of, of because if they're literally talking about that he's dead, why don't you believe the Goyim? Same answer. No, no proof from here. No proof to what Rabbi Yosef said. Could be that they're talking about where the Bezin said he's dead, not that we forgave him a verdict of a, 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 a sentence of death, but he literally is dead. The Kavaska of the Chav Milo. So why aren't Goyim believed to say that he's dead? But Kaimel and Chomasif with Tumahemnum, when the Goyim are speaking matter of factly, uh, simplicity, without an ulterior motive, they should be believed. Animil Mosloshev, that's something where they're not involved in. They're just talking in the street. Hey, did you hear about Yankel? Oh, he's dead. I saw him dead. I'll miss the when these are jailers of the court. These are the jailers of the Goyesha court. They want to uh, 
they, they strengthen their lies. In other words, they want to brag and say, oh, well, you know, we, uh, we had a verdict over here. He was killed. Therefore, they're lying. So they're, when, when Jewish courts say he's dead, he's dead. When Goyim say, Goyish says he's dead, we don't necessarily believe him. But this second opinion of Rabbi Yosef is the way the Raman Paskins, that Rabbi Yosef says that this in our Mishnah says, that if they were taken out to be killed, there was a sentence that he's going to be killed, right? There's a sentence going to be, going to be killed. Uh, you could It's a 50-50 chance. We don't know if he was killed or not, even though he was sentenced. That's only by Goisha courts. By Goisha courts, yeah, there's a chance they killed him. It's a chance that they took a bribe and didn't kill him. But by Jewish courts, once he's sentenced to death, you can assume that he's dead. Not five minutes later, but a few days later. You, you know, by Jewish courts, there's no there's no death row for 20 years, like in Texas. You know, they're uh, they're, they're they're killed immediately. So unless there's a rare case where you find some innocent thing, but we don't rely on that. You can assume a, a day later or a week later that his wife that his wife is free to marry. Or right, pick up the mission tomorrow, Mr. Have a good day. Uh, Pardon, uh, what? Yes, wait, three months anyway. Correct, correct. <laughs> no, but even if you don't know, you don't know. Let's say, let's say you don't have communication. She's far away. As long as she waits three months, she can get remarried. The truth is, if she didn't wait three months, it's not a question of mom's heirs. It's only a question of who's, who's the father is. The point is that she can get, uh, you allow her to get remarried, you know, immediately, except for the three months. But that's only for a not for uh, moms or anything like that.